Thank you, Lakeland, for the 2020 Vision Campaign. Because of the giving that your, your church gave to Perdeo Youth Center, we were able to impact at least 50 lives of the teenagers and their families. So thank you, God bless you all, and we're very grateful for community. Thank you, Lakeland, for your donations to 2020. Over the last three years, you've given us the opportunity to pour into 16 women. Because of the generosity of the 2020 campaign, we were able to ensure that 50 families had rice and beans every month. We also were able to add on a kitchen to the community space. And most excitingly, we are getting ready to add on a space to the library that will be an early childhood space. So I'm really grateful for the 2020 campaign and everything it has done in Anapra. So through 2020, Lakeland partnered with a uh, church located right outside uh, the city of Port-au-Prince, Haiti. And through our 2020 gifts, we were able to help uh, provide care for a group of about 50 kids. I know I can speak on behalf of uh, Pastor Claude and the church in La Tremblay, Haiti, as well as the kids who we cared for. They say thank you uh, to Lakeland. Everyone, thanks for the Eastland House. We have the money together to finish the house. That is huge. Thank you, Lakeland, through the 2020 campaign and your giving to it. Welcoming the Stranger has been able to help refugees right here in our community, as well as in many other parts of the world. So thank you so much, and we really appreciate it. With the generosity of Lakeland Community Church through the um, 2020 initiative, um, the 15000 that uh, we received allowed us to uh, buy the land to build the maternity waiting home. And that will be happening this month. So it's very exciting for us. We thank you so much for supporting us. I'm sure if those students in China could say it, they would fall on their knees and praise Jesus and say thank you, thank you, thank you for being obedient to the gospel. And so I want to pass it on from them to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone at Lakeland who's participated in 2020 and those who have supported it and have made a difference for the gospel. It will not go unrecognized. This is an eternal thing. It will last. I still picture that you will walk around heaven and shake hands with people who say, you didn't know me, but because of your funding in 2020 and other initiatives at Lakeland, I became a Christian. And so I just wanted to say thank you for what you've done. So let's keep it going. Well, as you can tell, Today is a uh, celebration day um, on a lot of different levels, and uh, our main celebration today, it's really a feast day for us, we're calling it that, is a day where we celebrate the conclusion, the success, very, very successful last 36 months of a financial challenge around here, above and beyond people's tithing, to do all these things that they talked about, 36 months long, it was $1.2 million dollars. And uh, very, very cool that people did things, and it's come to, it's, it's the end of it, and so we're going to celebrate today, and it's a very easy day to celebrate, and we'll talk about that more. Um, 
Let's turn to scripture for the teaching time here. Philippians chapter 4, if you have it on your phone or you brought your Bible with you or you just want to look at it on the screen, that's fine. Philippians chapter 4, verse, beginning in verse 8, and we come in on the middle of a letter from the Apostle Paul, and Paul is writing this, and he says this, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, beloved, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's pleasing, whatever's commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's If there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Verse 10, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last you revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned for me, but had no opportunity to show it. Now that I'm referring to I'm sorry, not that I'm referring to being in need, for I've learned to be content with whatever I have. I know what it is to have little. I know what it is to have plenty. In any and all circumstances, I've learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, of having plenty and being in need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. In any case, it was kind of you to share in my distress. So as we come to the conclusion of a financial, um, very successful financial challenge, um, the the words of the Apostle Paul echo in our ears. And he's saying this, focus on the success, focus on the good, be consumed with what's going right, and the Lord will be in your midst. It'll be undeniable that God is in your midst if you stay focused on what is good and right. Make that happen. Focus on the pure, the pleasing, the commendable, the excellent, the worthy. Think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you've learned and received, and God will be in your midst. That's a good word to a church. So well done, Lakeland. Well done. Many of your sacrifices, your financial gifts, and the time and volunteer hours and everything you've put in over the past 36 months, uh, when you did this stuff, when you went without buying a new car, when you went without updating your house or doing remodeling, you sacrificed that or at least just put it off for three years, when you didn't take the cool vacation, when you, uh, you know, held off on new furniture and, or just simply tightened your belt or whatever you did and, uh, and you, you chose a generous lifestyle for the sake of somebody else. You said, it's not about me, it's not about us, it's about somebody else. The gospel goes out. When you did those things, you did a good thing. You dwelt on the positive, and God should be in your midst and in your life. You chose the generous way, and it turns you into a different person, and it should draw you closer. I think Lakeland draws closer every time we do this sort of thing. Uh, um, You helped our church home. You helped thousands of people that you will probably never, ever meet in your lifetime all over the globe. Well done. The glory goes to God for what we've done around here. It's not us. It's all about God. So just return for a moment to the second half of the scripture here in Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 through 14. So four, uh, chapter 4, verse 10. Return here to Paul for a moment. And he says this, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last you have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned for me, but had no opportunity to show it. 
Not that I'm referring to being in need, for I've learned to be content with whatever I have. I know what it is to have little. I know what it is to have plenty. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, having plenty, and being in need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. In any case, it was kind of you to share in my distress. Now, if you read this carefully, it's very well crafted as a letter. Are you picking up on it? It's a fundraising letter. Is it a fundraising letter? It's an interesting fundraising letter because Paul, in his brilliance, and his shrewdness, is sort of saying like, thank you for the gift. I needed the gift. I don't need the gift. It's cool. It's all good. I know how to do with lots. I know how to do with little. Is it a fundraising letter? It's a fundraising letter, right? And it's an intriguing way that he puts it. I, I always kind of picture, you know, here's Paul. He's a, he's a Pharisee. He was, you know, he became a Christian. He's Jewish. So I don't have anything but New York City, you know, Yiddish Jew. You know, that's the only thing I have on these guys. So it's like, he's like saying, so th- I, I don't need your gift. It's okay. I'm fine. I don't need a thing. I, I need something, but don't worry about me. I know it's good. I'm in prison right now, but don't you worry about me. It's all going fine. Yeah, it's a Roman prison. I don't have any food. I don't have any clothing. It's cold. If you want to send something, it's fine. But no, 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 no. You know, do you hear that kind of timber? In the, I mean, you don't hear that because I just totally made that up. But, I mean, you can kind of see it's very, very well crafted. He's saying like, and remember, Paul, you know, was raised in a, a wealthy family and they were Roman citizens, even though they were Jewish. They bought their citizenship. He really does know he's a rich kid, you know. And here he is now, for the sake of Jesus Christ, he's in a prison, right? And remember, Roman prisons were no luxury. Nobody cared about you. There was no social network supporting the thing. You know, I like read in the newspaper this morning that we're worried, you know, Kansas is worried about uh, taking care of their prisoners, right? Like when they get old and like, (laughs) not in a Roman prison. If you didn't have a friend who brought you food and clothing, you die in Roman prison. And the Romans were just fine with that. One less thing to worry about. So, the Philippians are taking care of Paul. And by the way, in one of his letters, he says, thank you for bringing me the ink and the parchments that I ask for. And so, if you think about it, you and I, sitting here today, nearly 2,000 years later, would not have this book in Philippians if Christians, brothers and sisters in Christ, had not brought the ink and the parchments for him to write the letter that we now have. That's what fundraising, if you want to call it that, does. That's what their gifts did. And this is, you know, scholars agree. Philippians is the coolest letter in the New Testament. Let's just go there. Because he's in prison, and the whole thing is positive. There's not one downer thing in the whole four uh, chapters of the whole thing. Super, super cool. Okay. So, of course, money makes ministry happen. Just as money makes neighborhoods and nations happen, uh, it's the markets, right? But here's Paul, this Jew raised in a, in a wealthy home, and now he's in jail, and he's just saying, just your participation financially in this ministry has changed everything. This tradition, this way, this is how we continue as Christians, folks. What we've done over the past three years is exactly what we're supposed to be doing. It changes our identity. It changes other people's lives. It makes us into the people we're supposed to be. This is who we are. 
Since we started doing these financial challenges like 2020, we have learned the secret. It's not as cool of a secret or as big of a secret as Paul's talking about where he says, I've learned the secret of going without and with. We've learned a secret too. We've learned the secret that not only can money draw us closer to Jesus, but like Paul, we become free. The secret is, is that as you give your life away, you become free to do whatever you want. You gain power and strength by becoming less. It's that topsy-turvy lesson of the gospel. If you wish to be great, then become nothing. If you wish to become rich, give it all away. You know what I mean? Through generosity, we become free. And it's so counterintuitive to our society that says, like, if you want to become free, you need to get a huge pile of money and keep it. That's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. Um, so before last Christmas, my daughter came home from Baylor her first year. And she, she came home and she said, hey, Dad, are we going to get the Disney Plus subscription you know, on television because Disney launched this new thing called Disney Plus. And, you know, you get Hulu with it and ESPN Plus, which doesn't carry any of the games I want to watch. Uh, and uh, I was like, I don't know. I don't want Disney Plus. Like, well, you know, Disney, let's get the whole, whole story going here. Disney owns uh, Star Wars now. Okay? Disney owns Star Wars. They own everything. They own you. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, they own everything, and Disney, the launch Disney Plus, put out this new little eight-episode series. I'm going to Nerdland now. They put uh, called the Mandalorian. Okay, oh yeah, nerds celebrate all day long, especially your local saint, Garrett, Pastor Garrett Leahy. So he has costumes. Um, so um, and, and they're really cool. Uh, I'll say that. So it's called The Mandalorian, and The Mandalorian is all about a bounty hunter called The Mandalorian. If you know him personally, he's Mando, okay? So it follows Bubba Hefet from 1980, blah, 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 okay, who cares? So, uh, but The Mandalorians are not just some one-off bounty hunters, okay? There's something more. They are like a religion. They're a cult. There's more than one, which was news to me. And they, they, they uh, find orphans, I was being informed in between services, and they, they take care of them and turn them into bounty hunters. I'm not sure I'm buying into their religion, but it's okay. So I guess it's, is it good? I don't know. So anyway, my daughter and I, so I'm like, I don't know if I want to get the Disney Plus thing. And then my daughter says like, well, there's a baby Yoda in it. I'm like, oh, baby Yoda. You know, the little green dude with the goat ears, you know, like, oh, okay, I bet. We got the Disney Plus. So, yeah, there he is. Um, so here's, here's the Mandalorians then have this thing that they do when they greet each other and they say each other, you know, like, uh, like Christians would say, peace of the Lord, right? But the Mandalorians have their thing and they say, this is the way. And then the other dude or dudette says, this is the way. Okay, this is the way. So here, let me, let me show you a clip on this thing where they're saying, this is how it works. Here you go. You're going to get a dose of Mandalorians. This will do well. Reserve some for the foundlings. As it should always be. The foundlings are the future. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. 
I couldn't hear most of the episodes anyway. It didn't matter. But I did pick up on This is the Way. And uh, so they say this is the way. And you're like, this is the way, right? And so that's what their creed. That's just what they say. This is the way. Yeah, that, that's right. This is the way. And um, so they say this is the way all the time. And, um, you know, this is the way is a pretty sophisticated saying. You know, they're all wearing helmets and they got weapons and junk. And it's not real Kansas City. I mean, we're kind of cow town. And Cowtown's going to beat the Heine out of a bunch of 49ers today anyway. And we're leaning in that, you know. And, but we ha- and, they, and San Francisco made fun of us all week, if you picked up in the last two weeks, making fun of our barbecue and other great insults, which we're going to indulge in here in a little bit. And, uh, and we don't care because we're rednecks. And we don't say this is the way. We say something a little different. And let me tell you how we got to what I'm going to tell you what we say. The elders are off on retreat, and like the Mandalorians, we're at Conception Abbey. It's a holy place, and we're trying to work on the mission of the church two years ago, and we're very frustrated because we can't encapsulate the vision of Lakeland Community Church. We're struggling, and we're frustrated, and, and we need just some words. And finally, somebody in their frustration says, well, it's, it's just... I don't know how to describe what we do around here with these financial challenges and everything in the ministries that we do. It's just what we do. And somebody said, what we do. And then pretty soon said, what we do. And pretty soon it's what we do. (laughs) And we just channeled our inner cow town real fast, rednecked up. And we just started all walking around saying that what we do, what we do. You got to say it just in a certain, here, try it on. What we do. do. Yeah, what we do. do. Yeah, man. See, it's so easy because it's in your DNA. You know, now you back Easterners and West Coasters, God forbid. So, you know, you don't get it, but you could become like us right now. (laughs) If you just learn this sort of thing where we say what we do, and that's what we do. It's not this is the way. That's for helmet-wearing people. But um, that's what the elders kind of did. And, of course, we didn't tell you guys because we really didn't want, we were embarrassed about it. But apparently I'm not anymore. So, um, so. These three-year financial challenges are what we do. That's what we do around here. So, for instance, with China, 2020 funded secret discipleship training schools for new Christians within the persecuted house church. Why? Because that's what we do, right? And uh, with a NAPRA down in Mexico, 2020 fed families one good meal a day so kids could go to school with nutrition. Because Why? What we do. That's right. You got it. You know, global orphan. All over the planet, 2020 helped care for orphans and even underwrit orphan prevention. Why? Yeah, guys, come on, man. There's a Chiefs game on tonight. You got to get it going here. Now you know what I'm saying? Prodeo, 2020 came alongside at-risk students in our own backyard. Why? Yeah, man, there you go. And Eastland, down in our inner city, 2020 fully funded to renovate a ministry house across the street from the Hope Center, which is redoing Linwood and Prospect. Why? That's right, man. And Campfire Room upstairs is fully funded. It's going to be taken care of and renovated for our kids. So when you bring your friend or relative from your neighborhood and they come to you and they're scared spitless of church and yet they see our cool room upstairs for their kids, they're going to say, well, they're not going to say that. That's what you're going to say. But, you know, 
And then, you know, think about all the, just the, some of the, really what you might think is mundane stuff around here. We added these magnetic doors. You're know, like, magnetic doors? Why is that a luxury? Like, no, because people who are renting our athletic field who come up here and the door's locked, now on the facility director's phone, he just unlocks the doors and then they lock and nobody has to come up here at midnight, you know, hallelujah, and lock the place back up. So we did magnetic doors. We redid the parking lot. You know, um, let's see, we repaired, you're listening to me right now, much to your chagrin, the audio-visual stuff in this room was repaired and updated because this stuff was broken. You couldn't replace it anymore. And we just continued to buy the building because this is our place where we're going to raise the village, man. So why? What we do. That's what we do. And lastly, 2020 funded the river. It was a new post-college contemplative liturgical worship service and an entire community of people that are reinventing, basically re-inspiring and refreshing what the mission of the church looks like during our lifetime. Why do we do that? What we do. Good stuff went on with 2020, you guys. And today we celebrate it. Praise God for Lakeland Community Church and the people of it because you guys did a good job. And not only is this what we do, this is who we are as a people. We've done it for so long that this has become our identity. And we get it. We, we have become generous souls and generous people for the sake of somebody else. Because everyone around here has learned this secret that the gospel came to you on its way to somebody else. It never stops with you. And funding things like this is how it happens especially when you are a part of that ministry and it's on the other side of the planet. It's the way it works. And so now we come to the end of 2020 and we celebrate with a feast. You don't get the feast if you don't take the fast. And the fast has been 36 months long of going without and today comes the party and the feast. We were, <laughs> we were gambling hard that today would be you know, like Super Bowl Sunday, and we're going to have this celebration as opposed to like, oh, shucks, you know, chuck on the arm, like, well, next year. But instead, we got a party, a party's a party's, yeah? So we have that sort of thing going on, and we all sacrifice together, and we learn the secret of feasting and fasting. Amen.